Live from Houston, Texas, a show for local business owners. This is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium-sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram. This is Matt Bertram with the Business Houston podcast presented by the BBB. Today, I have Cam with Emerson Property Management, emersonpropertymanagement.com. Cam, how are you doing today? Good, Matt. How about yourself, man? The weather here is beautiful, isn't it? It is. I, I, I you know, people look at Houston and, and like they, they, you know, you hear bad things, but if you come in the right like season, um, it, it's the best place to live. I mean, Texas is where everything's at. I think the country's folding in on itself. Oh, yeah. really positive well, I'm from Ohio originally. So that's like, so it was snowy. I think they had three inches of snow last night. And the night before that, they had another four inches. So it's like, and I, you know, it, you kind of feel bad texting your family. Well, it's 65 and sunny here. <laughs> you, you, I would go outside in sports today. And then I know yeah. there's blizzards going on other places in the country. It's, yeah. It's pretty wild. It's definitely a great, great place to live. So, so Ken, tell me a little bit about Emerson Property Management. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, I, I think you have a really uh, interesting background. So uh, share it with us. Yeah. So I guess how I got into real estate, I started, you know, my mom and dad are both self-employed. So worked kind of in the family business and uh, construction, pouring concrete in the summers, doing all sorts of manual labor. And, you know, I didn't want to do that the rest of my life. That was the reason my dad made me do that. He's like, I don't want you to be on the same path that I was on. Right. So went to school, got a degree in petroleum engineering. And when you're in oil and gas, you naturally end up in Houston. So I yep. knew that. coming. But then when I got here, man, it was like it was just, uh, you know, 2013 and the market was just crazy. It was like one hundred and thirty dollar oil. And then it crashed to like 30 bucks. I saw fantastic people, dude, get laid off. I mean, guys and gals in the middle of their career, six-figure salaries, killing it, and and just out of no fault of their own, get laid off. Yeah. So, they and some of them actually ended up driving for Uber. I mean, that's how bad it was when when the when the crash happened. So, you know, I want to kind of take my destiny in my own hands per se. You know, and having being raised in a family of of uh, self-employed or an entrepreneurial, you know, mindset. Dude, I started looking at real estate and the numbers just looked fantastic. My dad was a contractor, so I had some understanding of that. But it was just it just made so much sense. So I started buying, started buying with my dad, you know, as, as his using his 40 years of construction experience. And then it just got to the point where I had so many. I started getting, you know, 10, 15 properties. And it was like, now I got to figure out how to manage these. And that's where Emerson Property Management was founded. So we went away from buying and really into the management side. And I found out. You know, it's there. There's there's great um, there's great property managers. There really are, but there's some that are just they don't know, or they just neglect, or they think you know if the tenant's not calling, that's okay. So we really take kind of a you know there's some massive companies out there that do this all over the country, and we take that we kind of that middle ground. We're not the massive company that's venture capital backed that doesn't understand the local market that's multinational, but we're also not that guy in the pickup truck. Right. Just going around, putting a sign in the yard, you know, has his tool belt and stuff. We're kind of in a happy middle area there where we have the proper certifications and licenses and we have a great uh, I think a great touch. You know, that's one of the big things is we we really engage with our our tenants and get involved in the community. You know, we've we've done stuff with uh, with cancer victims in Katy. 
we, we try to get involved with Build-A-Bear and um, all these other organizations around because we want to be involved in the community. That's kind of that's kind of my one of our big core values and one of the things we want to um, want to emulate in the community because these some of these other companies can't do it. It's not it's not it, that's a bad thing. It's just different. Right. And that's something I think that we bring. That's a special touch. No, and that, that was one of the things you were telling me in the pre-interview, um, like, tell me a little bit about how COVID's affected your business. And, and you were telling me some really great things about how you didn't have to evict any tenants. You were able to kind of work through it, get ahead of it. Uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Yeah, man. I think one of the big things when COVID hit, it was, you know, everybody was worried. Um, what's going to happen to rent? Are people going to be able to afford the rent? And a lot of people took the approach of just don't say anything and leave it alone, you know, just ignore it. And if they don't pay, well, then we'll try to we'll try to deal with that. We sent notes out to our tenants as soon as we got confirmation from the government. When we got guidelines, we sent that to everybody and said, hey, if you guys are going through anything, if you've lost your job, please let us know. Let's let's start working out a payment plan. We don't want to evict anybody. That's not what what uh, business we're in. We just want to make sure that we're protecting the owners, the property and the tenants. And um we have over 120 tenants and didn't have to evict a single one to date. So everybody we worked with them, we had, we had a massage therapist. I mean, obviously she couldn't do any work. So it was just like, you know, talking, talking with people and developing solutions. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. So our owners were happy. Our tenants were happy. And at the end of the day, we, you know, it was a great synergy and great solution. So yeah, tell me a little bit about that, the owners and who, who your ideal customer is like, where, where do you shine, shine the most and, maybe a little bit about your unique selling proposition versus other property managers. No, I think that's, that's a, a good question, Matt. The, the ideal client that we have is somebody who is an investor mindset. So somebody who's not just an accidental landlord, you deal with that every now and then where somebody moves out or had to be relocated and they have a property. But our ideal client is somebody that's looking to real estate as like a long-term wealth strategy. So they want to buy a, a portfolio of, of several properties and maybe they're an engineer, a doctor, an attorney, um, and they just don't have the time to deal with it. You know, I mean, it's it's for a couple dollars a day. You can hire a property management company that specializes in all this. We have all the software and everything together. We do all the tax forms and everything for the owner. We do inspections. Again, we we give gift baskets to our tenants. We send holiday cards. We're really involved with that. So um, our ideal client is somebody that's looking at this as an investment. Um, we've had to we've had to have some conversations with with owners who really they they like the color they like the old style they they don't want to change the tile in a in a bathroom for whatever reason because it was in there they have an attachment to the home we really treat it as a business and we really look at the properties as hey we're going to help you maximize your investment so you're going to get on your long term wealth strategy and we love I mean I really really enjoy because it allowed me to leave my full time job um, I really enjoy helping people get there where they can buy a handful of rental properties. And even if they don't want to leave their job, just having a couple extra thousand dollars a month coming in, if they want to, if they want to try something different or, or, or transfer jobs to, to uh, maybe a different location where they're not getting paid as much or to do it part-time or have their wife not work. There's so many different uh, advantages of having some passive, as passive as it can be when you hire us, it's pretty passive, but uh, a passive investment like that with some, some money coming in every month. Okay. So, so walk me through, okay. So say I'm the ideal client, like walk me through what that process looks like. Say I want to get involved in real estate. How, yep. how would I do that? What would that look like? Yeah. So you would just reach out. I mean, I have a handful of contacts that I use people that specialize in finding deals. 
know, I mentioned Senate House buyers in here. They're another member of the BBB, a trusted member, which just kind of on a tangent, wholesalers have a really bad name. So when you see somebody who's a member of the BBB, no complaints or anything like Senna, that gives a lot of confidence to people. Like, like we kind of talked about a little bit on the pre-interview, the trust that uh, the BBB brand has um, definitely speaks volumes to, to, to potential clients and owners. So I would, I would help set you up. We'd have a consultation, find out what your goals are. That would be the biggest thing, Matt. You know, are you looking for just one? Uh, are you looking for five? Are you trying to leave your job in five years? How much money do you have to deploy? Kind of strategize a little bit with you and then put you into contact with some people that can help you achieve what you're trying to. Or maybe you already have a rental portfolio and you're looking to maximize. You know, am I, am I low on rents? Um, you know, why am I getting so much in repairs? Well, you're putting carpet in instead of LVP flooring. There's things that we can do and help out that we've experienced. That I've the mistakes I've made on my own properties to, to to so you don't have to, you know. So that's kind of the big thing is the initial consultation. Just talk, find out what your goals are, and I'll, you know. And sometimes it doesn't work out. We're not a good fit, or people want to go do it on, on their own, and that is totally fine. I put together a handful of guys, and I can give the link later or whatever. But they're free guides that can help you if you do want to self manage or if you do want to find the right property manager. So is there's that all like if I pulled up your website right here for the people watching, um, yeah. oh, can I uh, pull it up here? Is there a place to download it so like people yeah. could see? Uh, yep. where they might go. Let me let me do that real quick just for anybody out here that's watching. I feel like that. absolutely, man. You go to owners and then it should be guides. Okay, so so here here's your website right here. Yep. Uh, owners. Yeah, owners. So EmersonPropertyManagement.com and then. Downloadable, guides. downloadable yep. guides right there. We got the three essential components to purchasing accessible rental property. Awesome. Rental property profit calculator, determine profitability of rental property, how to properly self-manage your rental property, how to select the right property manager, 12 uh, step guide to financial freedom. Wow. Wow. A lot of great. Um, yeah. And all free. There's no, you know, give me your email free. That's you click that link and it, it's free. It's all free. Wow. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Well, um, that's definitely something that people should check out before they're getting started. I know, you know, we talked a, a lot about, you know, um, some of the, the experience you built on kind of what your father's done coming into the industry, doing it yourself. Um, I think that's really uh, the best experience is like when you learn uh, for yourself. Right. Um, so I think that that's uh, fantastic. Um, you know, what are some other things that might be some good tips for people that are out there that might want to get get involved with this? Yeah, if I, I would say the first and foremost thing you should do if you want to get into real estate and you're looking, you, you know, maybe you've been sitting on the sidelines and, and hearing about how interest rates are ultra low and property values are shooting up through the roof. Take a step back and try to network and find people who are doing what you want to be doing. You know, um, you don't want to you know, climb the ladder of success and then find out it's against the wrong wall, right? I don't remember who said that, but it was somebody way smarter than me. But the, you know, you want to make sure that you're emulating and following the path of people that are doing what you want to be doing. So building a team of, of people who have knowledge in that market. You know, I've talked to plenty of investors from California because they want local market knowledge. So build a team here, you know, get, get yourself somebody who can help you find deals, who can help you fund the deals, and then can help you manage the deals, you know, or manage that 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 property. Um, so I would go to local networking events. I would get on biggerpockets.com. Um, 
you know, and be able to find that's a massive forum. They've got over a million people and just start asking questions, getting involved, read some books. And um, I, I, I wish there was like a, a secret. Right. But there there is no secret. You just got to get out and start networking, having conversations with people. And networking is a little bit harder nowadays. But I think people are starting to get on Zoom and get more comfortable with that. So just find people that are doing what you want to be doing and, and emulate them and try to follow that that path. Okay. So I know you said there aren't, there aren't any secrets, but I, I want to know what the biggest like tip that you can give out there, the biggest takeaway, the thing that you learned that you wish you would have known before you got involved in this and why, why like, you know, like I think a property manager really keeps you out of the ditch, right? You yeah. know, like, if you're doing it on your own, like, so, so kind of walk me through maybe some of that and maybe share, share, share with us. Um, like maybe a tip or two that, that you, you wish you would have known, but you know now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, I look at us as kind of if you, you know, I'm not a very good bowler. So those rails that come up, that's the property manager, right? They keep you out of the gutter. Um, you know, one of the biggest things I think that would help simplify a lot of things when you buy a rental property is just separating a business account, right? Just have a separate account. It doesn't even have to be a business account. I was talking with somebody about this the other day. You know, open a bank account under your name, business name, whatever, and then get a credit card. It can, again, it can be personal or whatever, but use those things for your property expenses. Have all the money coming in and out of that one account. That will, you know, a lot of people are worried about liability. That kind of separates. Don't co yeah. your funds, right? Yeah. 100%, Matt. So that's one of the big things. The other, if I just say there's another tip, it's um, it would be about leasing. You know, when you handle incoming calls, I did it when I first, you know, I put a sign in the yard, I put it on Zillow and I was taking calls and I missed a lot of great tenants. So tenant screening is hugely important. I mean that, you know, it's hard to get somebody out of your property, especially in today's environment, right? If things are not going well, if the, if the relationship never start off on a good foot, you almost don't give yourself a chance. Then you have a lot of vacancy and a lot of repairs to do again. So the tenant qualifications is a big thing. And if you you know, I, I, again, similar to the guides, we have our tenant qualifications on our website. So you can go where it said owners, you just go over to tenants and you can scroll down and click the qualifications and anybody can use that. And any other landlord that wants to, uh, or, or accidental, or maybe somebody wants to self-manage, look at those qualifications. You can copy them, use them. They're, they have been tried several times with blood, sweat, and tears. And I've had to develop that so that we put quality people. We don't want to put anybody in a bad situation either, Matt. You know, somebody making $5,000 a month, uh, in their job, we don't want to put them in a $2,500, $3,500 a month unit. They might not think that that's bad, but in reality, you're like, man, you, you're just not going to be able to sustain this. So we try to head that off early. And I think that's probably one of the bigger tips is developing qualifications. You don't have to use ours. You can use that as a template and kind of change it. Again, we use that for Texas. So if you're listening from out of state or somewhere, you probably might have to manipulate that a little bit based on your, your local guidelines. But um, qualifications is, is one of the other ones. And then setting up, making sure you don't commingle things, like you said, Matt, uh, from the get go. It just makes your accounting at the end of the year so much simpler. Well, fantastic, Cam. I think that those are some some really great tips. I could tell that they were earned with some sweat, blood, and tears for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, so is there anything else you would like to share uh, with other accredited BBB members or small business owners in in the Houston area and beyond? And then, how would people get in touch with you, Cam? Yeah, I guess I would say you know, the big thing is is taking action. That's that's one of the biggest things, right? Just get out, start networking. It is 
I was there walking around awkwardly in the networking events, holding my drink, but you know, who's this, who's that trying to meet people, but it really does take, take some time and it doesn't happen overnight. So any, any other business owners, um, network, try to build up a great team of people around you. You know, I wouldn't be able to, to do what I do without Liz and some of our other VA teams and other people that we, that we use our contractors, you know, my dad's experience. There's so you never do it alone. Right, Matt. I think, that's one of the other things is always trying to do the right thing and uh, find those people around you that also believe in what you believe, have the core values that you have. And you can, I mean, it's amazing what you can do. So that would be one thing. And, and to get a hold of us, um, just go to emersonpropertymanagement.com or type it into Google. We have YouTube videos. Um, and if you guys reach out via email or, or what have you, I'll be happy to, to have a call with anybody and just talk through anything, whether that's strategize on a rental property, Maybe think, see if real estate's the right thing for you or not, or rental property is the right thing to help you meet your goals. Um, and, and, and that would be the easiest way. Just, just type in emersonpropertymanagement.com or you can shoot me an email, cam at emersonpropertymanagement.com and I'll, I'll be happy to answer any questions. Well, fantastic, Cam. Uh, it was really a pleasure to have you on. Um, thank you so much for being a part of Business Houston Podcast. Absolutely, man. I appreciate, I, Matt, I really do appreciate what you guys do, the BBB kind of separates the uh, the wannabes from the people who are actually doing business the right way. So I, I do appreciate you guys doing that. That helps, makes my job easier when I compete with other, other companies. So I, I appreciate that, Matt. Well, fantastic. Uh, thanks again, Cam. It was enjoyed. Cheers, bud. All right, cheers, bye. Thanks so much for listening. Business Houston puts a spotlight on local small and medium-sized business, interviewing those successful business owners in Houston and those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate. Business Houston is presented to you by the BBB of Greater Houston and South Texas. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Hugh Biz Podcast. That's H-O-U Biz Podcast. Till next time, this is Business Houston.